everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. I'm your host, Will. I got my good friend, Steve. We're doing Doom Messiah. Saddle up your words. Put it on you. Get on it. Get on it. Put it on you. Put it, yeah, get on it. Put it on you. Whatever. Whatever you want to do with your worm. If you got a little worm, hey, is his name Jerry? Yes. Jerry, Jerry the worm. worm. What's the deal with the sand? Not all Jerry's either be Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, this they time do. is over. It's not the 90s anymore, Jerry. 90s are back. So he's still he's still very funny. Now. Actually, I think very funny the 2000s are back now. People think the 90s are back, but what those what those fucking kids, right? Don't realize they're all like, "Oh, we're the young, we're the future. Everyone's telling us we're the future. I can do whatever I want. I can make a YouTube. I can start my own podcast." Right? I can dress like I'm in the 90s with my vintage Spice Girls t-shirt. All right? You're already on the way out. Get out of here. Doesn't matter anymore. It's the next generation. Bring them on through. Generation ampersand. I think we recycle styles like every 20 years, though. Like, I don't think we're doing the... T- I, th- I don't think we're in the 90s anymore. I think the, t- the 2010s were the 90s. You know? Lots of angry music. Lots of screamo going on. I was in high school. I was kind of like the 90s. Now we're getting back into like the 2000s realm. I think you're wrong on that. Right? Because if you watch the award shows, it's like watching an award show from 2002. It's very bizarre. I think we're in a shift. I think we're in a shift. I think the 90s transition didn't really start until 2016, 2017, maybe even 2018. But it's, I mean, it's happening. We got fanny packs all over the place. People are wearing them on all different parts of their bodies. Not to, not just their fannies. Uh, put them on their shoulders. Put them on their arms. Yeah. They're wearing them across their chest like Chewbacca. Absolutely. That's kind of fun, though. I like that. That's a good little, like, fashion thing that's kind of developing. I think I'm going to adopt that myself. But I'm just going to fill it with gummy worms. I'm going to throw them at people when I'm riding my own <laughs> worm. With a bandolier full of gummy worms. Bandoliers in general. Uh, we should just start bringing them back. People should just w- start wearing bandoliers more. You can put all your things on there. You can put your – the kids, right? <laughs> they can put their vape on it. <laughs> The kids and uh, all sorts of other things. Absolutely. See, we're on to something here. And then now, now that we got that idea, let's start merchandising. You know how Paul merchandised the Dune Tarot cards in the last chapter? I mean, we see it a little bit in well, this chapter. I still as think well. we should make our own chapter by chapter tarot cards. Maybe somewhere down the road we can slip that in as a Patreon exclusive bonus uh, where we will send you a little a little fun little tarot card with with maybe me dancing around like a worm or something. I don't know. But you can maybe find out. Maybe if you go to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast, low, low price of $1 per month. Wow. Wow. That's Support a good port independent podcasters. Good. Yeah, that was good. That was, I liked how you kind of naturally slipped that in here. All right, everybody, let's do chapter seven. I'm Steve. A, I'm a natural slipper. Gross. I'm slipping things in all sorts of places. Well, gross. Read the chapter introduction. Serenade me. The Fremen see her as the earth figure. A demigoddess whose special charge is to protect the tribes through her powers of violence. She is reverend mother to their reverend mothers. To pilgrims who seek her out with demands that she restore virality or make the barren fruitful. She is a form of anti-mentat. She feeds on the proof that the analytic has limits. She represents ultimate tension. She is the virgin harlot, witty, vulgar, cruel, as destructive in her whims 
as a coilless storm. Wah. Wah. Saint Alia of the knife as taken from the Irulan report. Now we get to see a little bit of how Irulan sees Aaliyah. Saint Aaliyah of the knife, Will. That's her name, man. That's a, that's a title. That's a fucking metal name. But she can juggle some uh, juggle some knives. Bet she can. We see we Take see a little bit. Of... Chapter by chapter, find out more about juggling knives. <laughs> we see a little bit of it in this chapter. All right, let's dive in here. All right, so this chapter, all from Aaliyah's point of view. This chapter is honestly, I wish we should just end the episode right here and just say like it's a chapter that happens, and uh, that's it. No, we have to go through we'll it. See you tomorrow. Well, we'll go through all of it. This is like eat, pray, love. This is for like Aaliyah, this is eat, pray, right? love for Aaliyah. Except Julia Roberts isn't in it. And uh, it's way sexier, unfortunately. Yes, very sexy. Very sexy and uncomfortably so. So the chapter starts off with Aaliyah. She's standing on her balcony, I guess, wearing a big old black robe. She's looking out at all the pilgrims in the, the Fremen yeah, she's doing field. Like a pre- like she's, she's rocking like a pretty fucking metal thing. She like looks stance going on. fucking like, she's great, She's sort man. of just like standing out there like Lady Death wrapped in a robe, just sort yeah. of like silently to herself being like, bam, 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 and she's like rocking it. But she's like doing that like ominous thing that like we used to do. I used to do it back when I was like 15. And I yeah. just like, you know, like stand, stand like against a wall. Stand places. Like, Lots of standing. Like, I would do like my best Nosferatu. That's good. Try to really fucking spook people out. You know, <laughs> It worked, man, and I think Aaliyah's doing the same thing. Because she's the right age. She's like 16. She's maybe 17. I don't know. She's angsty. Yeah, you've carried that skill up until your up until your current age. I don't even want to say what age you are because I'm I'm actually not entirely sure. I've gotten better at it, and I'm actually getting younger. <laughs> yeah, like Nosferatu. <laughs> That's right. All right. So Aaliyah's out there. She's listening to metal, possibly the crow soundtrack. We, we're not entirely it's sure. Not always a crow soundtrack, buddy. I, you know, I was doing the standing thing, but I was listening to the crow soundtrack. She's listening to like fucking Cradle of Filth, man, like vampire music, like fucking with like fucking screaming, and then there's like that a, is such a woman a behind going like app description. There's like a keyboard. For some reason, it was always Fuck my yeah, friends' man. sisters that were into Cradle of Filth. Not my friends. It was my friends' sisters that were into Cradle of Filth. Yeah, I was in the Cradle of Filth whenever, like, I was dating a girl who was in the Cradle of Filth. Right? What's with Cradle of Filth? And Five Finger Death Punch. I think would, Five Finger you know, Death Punch me, did the same. No, I see, that's a, that's a whole that's a whole different type of relationship that I didn't ever get myself involved with. Mm, you should try it. I'm a Cradle of Filth kind of guy. I like my... <laughs> listen, if there's any vampire, uh, single vampires out there, or vampire-esque, uh, first of all, you're going to want to check out Who Killed the Radio Star? Subscribe. Very good podcast. Yep. And uh, check out a little vampire episode we got and get some vampire talk Ooh. and uh, message me on <laughs> vamp vamp space. I don't know, buddy. I just made a MySpace joke. Let's move Let's on. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. So she's watching. She's looking over the pilgrims. Pilgrim. There's vendors in the pilgrim crowd handing out Dune tarot cards. Obviously, Paul's merchandising scheme is just going gangbusters. He he can't keep the dune car, he can't keep the dune tarot cards off the shelf or on the shelf. They keep I coming know off. Where the turnaround like the turnaround was real quick here. Like who's printing these things? How are we getting them? Who's making? I them? think we made that. I think we made have made this joke in the Patreon. But Random House, House Random, <laughs> House Random. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, House Random. They are definitely definitely 
con- contributing to well, the publishing Are these costs. made by hand? There's no there's no machines. Well, the thing there well uh no, you can have machines. Like you obviously have machines like Ornithopter is a machine. You just can't have like right. artificial intelligence. You have computers. Yes. You can't do anything. Okay. Everything has to be thought, you know? So everything's manually done, all right? So you can't just go and uh put a timer that's still, on that's still tough for printing printing cards you'd probably have to create the almost like a stamp maybe yep by hand mm-hmm. and then you could put it in a in a stamper take some, machine take some time send them through a conveyor belt yep. it's it's a it's an arduous process and that's probably why paul charges so much yeah yeah i mean you it's important it's important you got to charge for what you're worth mm-hmm you got your time exactly so she's looking over she's uh she sees that and she's like you know what i'm getting so sick and tired of this i'm tired of being kind of this religious icon i'm tired of being this pawn in this in this imperium i'm tired of this this role a, that then, i've been and then and this like checks out with like 17 like this is like billy eilish this is exactly like billy eilish exactly you know who billy eilish is uh she was in uh uh you know yeah exactly <laughs> All right. Uh, and she gets like, I'm so sick and tired of this. You know what? Fuck this shit. Tired of standing on this podium. I'm going to go have a bath. She walks in. She... Cue Cradle of Filth. I don't know any Cradle of Filth songs. You're pretty close. <laughs> then you take some of the 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 uh, operatic stuff I just did. You put some screaming on top. What about Ghost? Do you think Fucking she'd metal, be into man. Ghost? Yeah, I fuck yeah, I think she'd be in the ghost. I think Irulan's also in the ghost, though. I yeah. think most people in Dune like ghost. Yeah, ghost probably <laughs> probably survived the ages. You know, the twenty thousand years from they can our just keep because they they can just keep swapping that lead singer out. Ghost Golas, new guy. Ghost Golas, the whole well, that's the thing because so this is actually so in the band Ghost. There, if you don't know, their lead singer is like a skeleton pope. Yeah, and he Papa Emeritus. They, uh, Papa Emeritus is his name. Now there's, I believe, Papa Emeritus one through five or six. Yeah, uh, might even be more. And it's different incarnations of him, uh, where he then dies and then he's born again. Very, now, very Gola-like. Now I believe it, it's at a certain point people didn't know who he was if they were swapping them out. And then it was, I think it, it's it's pretty public now that it's like it's one guy and his name's all out there and everything. Yeah, but. All of the members of the rest of the members of the band dress exactly the same in all black with a little demon mask. Mm-hmm. They're called nameless ghouls. So maybe in the future they they withstood time, they're back, but it's a it's Papa Amirtis like ten thousand and eight. And it's now nameless golas. You know it's what? It's almost like the same word as ghouls. They just move it around a little bit, take a couple things out of there. Now that I'm thinking about it, I can probably see a very, very direct through line between the band ghost and the creation of the Benny Jesuit. Yeah, you know, there's something there for sure. There's something Patreon. there, a kernel check of an idea. To find out a <laughs> deep dive on that. Yeah, if we're gonna dig. Yeah, absolutely. Check out the Patreon. <laughs> we're gonna be looking at that with a head, with a big old microscope. All right, she comes in. She's like, "I'm gonna have a bath," and she takes off her clothes. She gets into the bath, and during this entire time, she's like, she feels the presence of somebody, and it's uh, uh it's it's a weird. It's a little sexy tension. It's an over. It's an overwhelmingly sexy feeling. Yeah. Feel lust. Feel lust. And uh, now, 
we don't get a the name. Water, the, there's a there's a there's a big emphasis on the water in the in the tub here, the warm water. There's little tiles of uh, fish, fish tiles, fish tiles, yeah, little red yeah. fish, I think, or green fish. I mean, I, that works um, for me. A lot of fish in Dune Messiah. Yeah. Well, the, a lot of fish Same. in the palace. A lot of fish a lot work. Of decorative fish in that palace, in that fish palace. Yep. Yep. Uh, who knew? Who knew? So, yeah, she's feeling this like overwhelming lustfulness for this being that is in her presence, but she doesn't know who it is. So, I mean, it's Duncan, right? I think Duncan what Gola. I think what Frank Herbert is trying to do since coming off the context of the last chapter is make you think it's Paul, but we all know it's hate. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's we. I would. I would probably be feeling it myself. Absolutely, Momoa man. All right. So she feels that, and she's like, you know what? It's almost too much. It's almost too much for her. So she needs to cool off from from the bath now. So she gets out of the bath and she starts doing. Uh, she starts practicing with one of those dummies. And this scene kind of reminds me of the scene that we did that we saw in the very first Dune book, where uh, Gurney Halleck shows up and it's and Paul's like practicing with a dummy. But Aaliyah like, goes Yeah, like a training sequence. But it's it's important to mention though, like she just gets out of that bath and begins training like immediately. Does not get dressed. Does not get dressed. She is naked and she is training like a motherfucker right now. She is like and it, it's like she goes full on Super Saiyan. She's doing Which like, is like I get it. It's like you do you. It's like fucking you know Whatcha like here like here I come world. You know? I you know pants. And it's like, hey, who is anyone to tell you that? She gets to a point where I think like you're there's like different levels with the training dummy. You know, there's like level one, which is like baby level. Anybody can do level one. Yeah, but like, they really they really talk about this training dummy a lot. And these the lights, right? The, the lights. lights indicate the yeah the levels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apparently, the best swordsmen only go up to maybe seven. All right. And she was rocking ten. She got, she got up to eleven. She cranked it all the way to 11. She cranked it all the way up to 11. And just kind of like a gradual process. Right before she's able to go on to the next thing, you know, she's in her flow state. You know, she's not even thinking anymore. She's one with the knife. That's why they call her Aaliyah the knife. She, all she's thinking in yeah. her head is Aaliyah and the knife. Aaliyah and the knife. Ghost is playing. Aaliyah and the knife. Things are going crazy. Then Paul. Paul. Harshes her mellow by throwing a knife at the turn at the off sequence. At the off button, <laughs> which is kind of like a dick move, like just coming in and being like, "Sah!" Like he stood there for a minute, thinking about what he was going to do there. Him and Stilgar both. It's like, what are we? Stilgar is also there. Yeah, who's referred to many times in this chapter simply as Still. Yep. Well, I think they, they do that in the close. first book as well. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like they're closer now. Well, they are. You know, he's like a surrogate uncle. He's kind of replaced that gurney, uh, role for Paul. In a way. Yeah, he slid right in there. Yeah, he slid. Yeah, he slid right in there. And uh, where's Gurney? Hold on. Where's Gurney? I think at this point, in terms of chronolot in in the the chronology, Gurney is with Jessica back on Caladan. And we haven't gotten. Have we got any of him in this book yet? No, I don't think so. I don't think we're gonna see them until possibly the next book. We haven't gotten Jessica either. Okay. Okay, just want to clear that up. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see anything of them. They're out there. And uh, tell me, Jessica and Gurney are not in this book in Dune Messiah. No, they're not. This is strictly, oh. this wow. is strictly uh, a Paul situation. I don't think Jessica shows up. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't. Usually I do not. think she shows up in the third book, though. Spoiler alert, I guess. 
But yeah, it's right. big spoiler. All right, all right. Sorry, 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 sorry. You already know. You know most of this. I've already like talked to you about this in great detail. I don't know it. Cool. I don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now Paul and Stilgar are here to talk about a few different things. First thing Stilgar wants to talk about is that Aaliyah needs to get married. She is she is getting too old to not be married. People are going to start asking questions. She needs to secure her spot in the Imperium, and marriage is the yeah. way to do it. This, they're still working in this kind of feudalistic, uh, you know, marriage sort of hierarchy sort of thing. I mean, it was written in the '60s. She's still naked this whole time. Yeah, absolutely. She's just standing there, and she like even thinks and there's a- like I'm still naked, guys. It's weird that that all the emphasis we get. I mean, we get we get the thoughts of everyone on we get everyone's thoughts on her nakedness. Yeah, she's we do. kind of enjoying it. She's kind of sort of like having fun, and she's like, "Ha ha!" It's like a rebellion thing. Ha ha! I am naked, and Paul and Stilgar are both kind of like it's their thoughts aren't great. Well, yeah, especially uh, Paul. Paul like has like a few confusing yeah. thoughts here. Yeah, he's like she. Yeah, it's it's. Frank, what's going on, bud? The hell, man! What's going on? <laughs> what's what's happening here? All right, what is this, Robert Jordan? Huh? What is it, six, sexy time now? You don't have enough characters? Put the pen down, buddy, for a bit. Put it down. Yeah, come back to it. You know what? I you bet you better hope you don't start drawing maps like that, Rob Jordan guy, because we know all know what happens with Robert Jordan when he starts drawing maps. We all know what's on his mind. Incest. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. It's incest. All right. Paul is like, we're not talking about that. Aaliyah is like, I don't want to talk about that. So still is like, fine, fuck it. We don't need to talk about it. We need to talk about this other thing, though. And that is that we believe the guild is planning on transporting a small worm from Arrakis to another planet to start their own spice process and kind of usurp Paul. Oh, no, I'm a tiny in- little worm. No. <laughs> Don't take me away. Exactly. It's like, no, don't take little Jim. Now, the problem with this scene here is that they're discussing it. They come to Aaliyah to discuss it, but they don't come with like any sort of plan. They just come to say like, hey, we think this is going to happen. However, uh, Paul doesn't have the prescience right now to know if it's going to happen or not because Edric's involved and the guild's involved and all the spice people are involved. So I can't see into the future. And Stilgar is like, what do you mean you can't see into the future? And he's like, for the last fucking time, Anytime anybody else has got some prescience in them, I can't see their future. Yeah, no one seems to be able to really understand that one and comprehend it. He keeps, Paul's probably getting pretty upset about it. It's like, I have to explain this all the time. Like, what the hell? Like, what the hell? Aaliyah's like, well, do you think they're going to be doing this? He's like, I don't know. I just have a feeling. (laughs) I just have a feeling that they're going to be showing up. They're going to be stealing a worm. They're probably going to steal a couple little worm boys, maybe some sand trout. (laughs) He's, he's trying his best, and you can tell he's getting a little fed up. You know? He's got his naked sister dancing around in front of him, trying to show him up with uh, her training sequence. And we've got Stilgar, and everyone's trying to have babies. It's, Everybody's it's, trying it's, to have ugh, babies. President is not working. No one's actually listening. <laughs> right? Is this what my mom and felt like, like, like growing up? <laughs> probably. This is pr- probably yeah, pretty probably. A- like accurate a- allegory of how our mothers felt. Come for us all at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was a different time, man. Your your value wasn't measured until you have until you had a child. All right, let's get your politics out of this. <laughs> All right, I think that's pretty much it, though. So on that note, 
Wow. On that note, we shall close that horrible chapter. I don't ever need to read. I don't ever need to read that chapter. I'm sure that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's taking a left turn. Tip. Sure, it's just a tip. (laughs) Oh boy. Thank you for listening to another episode. Follow us on Instagram at Chat by Chat. Tur podcast. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's all it is. On Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. On Twitter at Chap by Chap, and please send us those emails to chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com. We want them. We will see you back here tomorrow for chapter eight of Dune Ma Saya. This episode of the podcast, like every single episode of the podcast, is brought to you by our good friend Big Cheese Daddy and our mystery Gouda Grandmaster that has signed up on the Patreon. I still haven't heard back from you, bud. What's your name? What do you want me to call you? What's your pronouns? I want to thank you personally. Get back at me. There's a message in your Patreon Dropbox. I want to be referring to you, all right? We're going to be talking to you throughout this entire season, and I would love to know your name. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you to Big Cheese Daddy. Thank you to this mystery supporter. Join our Patreon. Become one of them.